0: Welcome to Board Game Top 10s, episode 398, for Wednesday, March 22nd, 2017. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. Re-entering after a week away at number 10 is Kingdom Death Monster, by Adam Poots, published by Kingdom Death, with 18,040 views. It's a gain of 7% or over 1,000 views from last week when it was number 13. Our second new entry, out of four, is a a debut at number 9, and it's Brass, by Martin Wallace, published by Roxley Games, with 21,723 views. That's nearly 4,000 more than Kingdom Death Monster, which is a substantial gap uh, in the positions 11, 12, and 13. It's much closer to that 18,000 level that Kingdom Death Monster had. So the top nine are a notch above the list below. Well, why is Brass a debut, and why is it here? Well, it was released in 2007, and is currently ranked number 26 on BoardGameGeek. In fact, it was, a, it was in the top 10 for a while, a few years ago. But, obviously, this list started up in 2012, and so the time of its hotness had long faded. Why is it here? It's because there is a Kickstarter campaign coming Easter Monday, and it's for this and for a new game uh, based on Brass, and because there are now going to be two games with the Brass name, the original Brass has been renamed to Brass Lancashire, and the new game will be called Brass Birmingham. But Brass Lancashire is, in fact, the original Brass from 2007. Sliding two spots to number 8 is Anachrony, by David Turchi, Victor Pater, and Richard Amon, published by Mind Clash Games, with 23,492 views, almost 2,000 more than Brass, but 6,000 fewer than last week. Our third new entry, returning after 20 months away, it, at number 7, is High Frontier, the third edition, by Phil Eklund, published by Sierra Madre Games, with 26,906, that's about 3,500 more than uh, Anachrony. It's interesting that uh, last week we had a game returning after about 20 months away, it was War of the Ring, second edition, which this week slid back to number 11, but... That game, War of the Ring, had its last, uh, let's say, debuted, the second edition, debuted uh, a week after High Frontier had its entry on the top ten. And now the two games have returned, and for much the same reason, because after having very successful funding for War of the Ring, it was simply pre-orders. For High Frontier, it was a Kickstarter in which it raised $180,000 back in July of 2015, and it was due to be delivered in October of 2015. It is only now arriving to backers. Uh, this is just a new edition of High Frontier, incorporating some of its expansions. That High Frontier was originally released in 2010 and is currently ranked in the top 700 on Board Game Geek. But our highest new entry and our second debut is at number six A Song of Ice and Fire by Michael Chanel, published by Simon and Dark Sword Miniatures. 28,651 views for this one, about 1,700 more than High Frontier. It has recently it came to my attention just when I was looking at the entry for this game and seeing it. The publisher listed as CMON Incorporated, or rather uh, LLC, that Cool Mini or Not goes now by Simon. Or maybe it's Come On. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> Anyway, so I guess that's how I'll refer to it from here on out. A Song of Ice and Fire is subtitled the Tabletop Miniatures Game, and this specifically is the Stark vs. Lannister starter set, which obviously implies there will be additional starter sets. It's an upcoming miniatures game based on the George R.R. Martin series that everybody knows about, A Game of Thrones. The top five, though, is self-contained. It's been the same games in the top 5, 3 weeks running, they've just been moving around positions. Well, this one hasn't. At number 5 for the 4th week in a row, it is Terraforming Mars, by Jacob Friccellius, published by Stronghold Games, with 33,810, more than 5,000 clear of the bottom 5 in the top 10, 3,000 views more than last week, at nice 10% jump, but still stuck in 5th place. At fourth in fourth place for the second week in a row is Arkham Horror the card game by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 35,492, about 1,600 more than Terraforming Mars, a 2,000 view increase, about 7%, as it notches its 30th week on the list, making it only the 18th game to have 30 or more weeks in the top 10. After peaking last week at number 2, sliding back one spot to number 3 is Rising Sun by Eric, by Eric M Lang published by Simon and Guillotine Games with 35,766 or only 274 more than Arkham Horror. That is a an enormous drop, 52,000 views fewer than it had last week, a 59% decline. Uh, the Kickstarter is still going gangbusters. Last week it had raised 2.2 million. Now it's up to 2.9 million, with still about a week and a half to go. Uh, supplanting Rising Sun at the number two position is Scythe, up from number three by Jamie Stegmeier and Alan Stone, published by Stonemeyer Games with 38,079 views, or, well, more than 2,000 more than Rising Sun. That's a substantial decline as well, down 12,000 plus or 25% from last week, but last week it had a high spike due to its multiple wins in the Golden Geek Awards. This is the 13th time that Scythe has been the number 2 game on the list, so continuing to notch those runner-up positions. Kingdom Death Monster returning to the list made it for the 48th time, now Scythe also has 48 weeks on the countdown. All along, Kingdom Death Monster had one week more. Now they have the same amount of weeks. And they're tied for number 10 most weeks on the, in the list. There are three games tied for number 7 directly ahead of them at 49 weeks. One of them is Star Wars Rebellion that popped on last week. So if these two, Scythe and Kingdom Death Monster, can continue, and Scythe will... It's kind of questionable about the other one. Uh, they will move into, again, rarefied territory, coming up on 50 weeks on the countdown. But Rising Sun's bid last week wasn't enough for number one, so it faded back. So yet again, Gloomhaven steamrolls the competition. It is number one for the eighth consecutive week, the ninth week overall. Gloomhaven is by Isaac Childress, published by Cephala Fair Games. Uh, It's the 18th week on the countdown for Gloomhaven, which means it spent half its time at the top. This week, it it notches 108,922 views, or 70,000 more than the second-place game Scythe. That is only a decline of 2,800, or 2.5%, so its decline has moderated significantly from the last couple of weeks when it had declines of 10% and 13%, now only 2.5%. Even 10% is good. That's a good rate of decline for a game that, with such a high peak. 2.5% is uh, the same sort of ridiculousness that we've seen from it already. That mar- mark of 100, almost 109,000 views is number 8 for the most views of all time. Again, uh, filling up the spots above it is mostly itself. Gloomhaven becomes only the fourth game. To be number one nine times The other three are Pandemic Legacy Scythe and Android Netrunner And it becomes only the third game To have be number one Eight consecutive times The only two games that have done that Otherwise are Marvel Dice Masters And Android Netrunner And now with Rising Sun having faded Although maybe there will be a surge Toward the end of its campaign I don't know Seems like nothing is there to block Gloomhaven's continued dominance of the list. For Wednesday, March 22nd, 2017.